problem that i run into you know every october i'm all down to watch horror movies right yeah yeah that's all i want to do is watch horror movies yes <sighs> same november december come around december comes around specifically i don't have so much of an inkling to watch christmas movies and it's interesting because i like christmas movies i like and i more importantly i like movies that make me feel like feel chill that are easy to watch sure you know but I don't watch them, and I think this year I figured it out. It's because there's so much shit that I'm trying to catch up on. Yeah. I keep a list of the horror movies that I watch um, in October. Like, this year I watch... This is only in October. This year I watch 28 films, you know? Uh-huh. Can you guess them all? Uh, yes, but I won't. Okay. Uh, and I've watched one Christmas movie and well, I watched a couple, but it was for this podcast. Right. That's it. And I think it's because there's, you know, I'm sitting here being like, well, I should watch Blue Beetle. Well, I got to watch Strays, you know, just padding my list of 2023 releases because I'm so sick in the fucking head that I think I need to have as many movies on here as possible. Right. Otherwise, who am I? If I don't see all the movies, I don't watch TV. I don't watch the shows people watch. And I think that it's because I'm watching movies. But then if I don't have a bunch of movies that I've accounted for this year, then what did I do? Who am I? What am I doing with my life? And so it's this whole thing where I'd, I'd like to watch Christmas movies, but I don't. So I'm sitting here going like, oh, Five Nights at Freddy's is on Peacock. Like, why would I watch that? Instead, I could be watching something fun. But I, I, I tell you, I completely understand. I used to be like you. Uh, not not entirely. I could never uh, retain the same amounts of movie knowledge, but uh, I would also seek out Blue Beetle or Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah, uh, things like that, just for the sake of having done it. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's really liberating to dial that back a notch. And I'm I'll still sure see it is. the. I'll still see the movies that seem like they're gonna be like something people talk about on Twitter for a little while. If I had like if I if I had been in the country at the time, I would have seen the Indiana Jones movie. Mm -hmm. Uh Well, you you were Was I? Didn't that, that came wasn't out, that around in the summer? Came out at the end of June. Okay, so I guess not not uh, in the country, but like busy with other things. Yeah, just fine like if it had been a normal summer, yes, when I was not otherwise occupied sure. with several uh, events, the amount of movies I had to see alone because you were having quote not a normal summer. <sighs> yeah, uh, now so I, I gotta watch No Hard Feelings twice, Enjoy Ride three times. Anyway. You don't have to. I again, No Hard Feelings was your suggestion. I want to watch The Family Stone. I yeah, you still do. You brought that up after No Hard Feelings. And then suddenly I'm the one advocating for No Hard Feelings. 
I you liked it. I did. It was good. I'm just saying, like that was that wasn't my. Uh, I didn't bring that to the table. I was just on board with it, and it was good. Uh, your life will get better when you don't watch Blue Beetle. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Boy, if only, if only it were that simple. <laughs> Twas that it were. Uh, Twas that it were so simple. Um, hello everyone. <laughs> And welcome to, oh boy, 256, I think is where we're at. Hold on, I, yeah. close, I close my phone. 256, right? Yeah. 256 episode of what if I go, I'm your host, Brian. Noah. <laughs> Top five. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to say after that. It's your turn, right? Uh, yeah, I was just, we're, we're shortening the thing. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes bits are like, other times it's it's so you got to workshop them a little bit and we're uh we're on live mic so it's what happens uh hot wonka ooh, came ooh, out this weekend mic. yeah uh and so in honor of that i have ranked my top Candy. five candies yes oh uh, well i'm gonna guess these are my these are mass market candies uh, so no, like you know, the fudge at okay. this shop in Door County or whatever. Ready? I'm gonna see how many I can get. So there's no particular order. Okay. Sour Patch Kids on, on the, the list. list. Peanut M Ms on the list. No. What? What are you talking about? That's that's not my favorite M M&M. and M. Oh right, peanut butter M M&M. and M. No, I don't. I don't really care for it? peanut butter M and M. Is no. it the cookie one? No. Pretzel. No. It's not. Is it mint? Yeah. Oh, it is mint. Yeah, huh? I don't see you buy many mint M Ms though at the grocery store. Uh, well, I I buy a lot less candy at the grocery store ever since uh, we yeah. stopped going to Jewel before. Yeah, I just started movies. like buying movie concessions. Uh, All right, fine. Anyway, pe- peanut M Ms are the my second favorite M M&M, M. Okay, but mint and specifically when the uh, the crispy mint M Ms were out. Right, those you th- those those were clear number one, but they phased those out for some. What reason. is a flavor of M M&M and M that you would appreciate? Uh, the, like one that we haven't gotten yeah. yet, but one that would be good. All right, uh, like they've done. I, I don't think a fruit flavor. They've done like, uh, I think they've done like raspberry. I just don't think it's going to translate well in that form format. Yeah, I agree. I uh, yeah. I feel like they've done hazelnut. Yeah, they have. Uh, well, I know they've done like the hazelnut spread, like basically like a Nutella like flavor. Nutella, M&M. yeah. And that, by those, the way, those weren't very good. If you want, they weren't. No. What if they put like actual Nutella in it? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be. The good. problem was that they tasted like sort of fake yeah, off-brand right. Nutella. But yeah, if you want to like partner and make a Nutella M M&M and M sure. and do that properly, that's great. Uh, I'm uh, I'm really on board. So with what's that. what's a flavor? Oh God, that's a uh, like a butterscotch. Okay, or like a toffee, like toffee bits inside. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like All a right. little crunchy, kind of sticky. Yeah, because the, yeah. the M&Ms with extra crunch in them, be they peanut or crispy, uh, are the way to go. You could just take uh, Chicago-style popcorn and put it all in one. Yeah. You know? Is chocolate's not a flavor Chicago-style popcorn? No. Why th- what's the third one? Cheese. It's just two. It's just cheese and caramel. It's just two. Yeah, okay. I... How about like a salted chocolate M and M? They must have salted caramel. I know they have caramel, but they sure. must have some kind of. I don't know. All right, uh, so we got, I got. All right, I got two. Bunch of crunch. No, it's your go-to at the movies. It uh, is. Uh, it's, a, Jesus. It's, it's the only time I see you when you eat candy. All right. Um, 
the fucking Sour Patch Kids. You said that one. I did? Yes. Is that the first one I said? It was. And it's still on the list. Uh, Butterfingers. Yes. It is on the list. The minis in particular or just Butterfingers? No, just Butterfingers. All right. The minis, again, I buy because they sell them at AMC theaters. Yeah, yeah. You also uh, want that during a movie as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, no, a I, whole, I agree. A whole Butterfinger. Um, you got two, uh, two more. Oh, fuck. Not Raisinets. No. You're not a Pralines man or Snowcaps. Uh, no, I do I do like them from time to time. But I they're love not, Snowcaps. Uh, they don't sell them enough at the movies. It's a I really agree. good movie That used movie to be snack. like the, the definitional movie Yeah, and it goes me. well with popcorn because it doesn't melt as easily as like yeah. a Raisinette. Um... Nerds? No. But you do love nerds. I love nerds. You do love nerds. Not nerds rope then. Uh no. Though the nerds gummy clusters, I think the are the greatest application of nerds. Yeah, that's the one they have at AMC's, right? Yes. Yeah, you do like that. Um Yeah, that's that's almost certainly making the top ten, but not quite the top five. Charleston? No. Junior Mints. I don't like Junior Mints. I know. Yeah, they're weird. Oh, what? I'm trying to think. There's one in particular that I... Milk Duds. No. All right, go ahead. That's Tell a great candy. Fucking list. I, Jesus Christ. So you got uh, you got Butterfinger, which came in at number four. Okay. Uh, what was number five? Number five that you did not get is Jelly Bellies. Oh, well, yeah, because no one's eaten those since 1945, but that's fine. Uh, 1945? No, they're incredible. Uh, it's, it's, those... The only the only reason that Jelly Bellies is not higher than five on my list is because the bags contain uh, the cinnamon ones and the licorice ones, uh, neither of which I enjoy. Licorice anything. Get it out of here. Uh, I generally agree. Uh, But the the rest of the flavors are all great. I specifically love a a watermelon Jelly Belly, a peach Jelly Belly in particular. I'm sorry. Right. Yes. I like I like. Twizzlers, I like uh, I like licorice when it's like used as like a, a flavoring in other things. I uh, like it's not licorice flavored, but like it's got some anise going on. Uh, it's used as like a spice instead of just candy. Uh-huh. It's bad as a candy. Uh, but yeah, Jelly Bellies are incredible. Uh, they're also pretty expensive. So if they were cheaper and didn't have licorice or cinnamon, they'd be probably a top three. Okay. Number four was Butterfinger. Number three, the other one you didn't get, the other candy bar on this list, my well, favorite kind of take candy five. bar, not take five. Baby Ruth. Oh, Almond Joy. Uh, notable. Freak. Can I tell you something I've recently discovered about Baby Ruth? What? Because uh, I didn't have them, like, I'd really, I'd, like, never oh, tried one in my life. I know what it is. Until, like, last year. Uh-huh. Uh, Baby Ruth is just, what if a Snickers bar was good? Snickers bars, Snickers are incredible. A Baby Ruth is what I want to eat every time i pick up a snickers and then it's not what i want i want it to be a baby ruth it's the exact same components well i'm very sorry that you don't like good food what about um is it uh three musketeers no those are gross it's milky way no but milky ways are like really milky good ways. i like milky ways especially you put them in a freezer yeah freeze the milky way like smash it with a hammer you got little shards of milky way now we're now we're in business. Yeah, I like frozen uh, Snickers. Those are good. I should freeze a baby Ruth. Uh, now my favorite candy bar is a hundred grand bar. Hundred grand bar, uh, which is just chocolate and caramel and crispies. Is Krispies. it because it's got the yeah, the crispy crispies? Yeah, are crispies are huge. Yeah. Uh, 
That's why I like crack. If I get a good crackle piece, yeah, crackles really hit. Crackle if, is by far the best of, out of those, like the Hershey's sure. candy bars. See, I just I still disagree. I think well. Okay, never mind. I, I do like if we're talking about like that that variety thing that they always come I am, in. Yeah, the the little the little ones. Yeah, uh, I do like Mr. Good bars. Okay, that's fair. The peanut and the chocolate work well there. Uh, plain Hershey's chocolate is disgusting. Yes, uh, it's not I, good. I want nothing to do with it. The Hershey's cookies and cream bar. That's a uh, that's a sneaky contender. That doesn't come in the little. I don't like that. The little mix pack, but nothing. I I love it. Nothing. Uh, and then number two. Do you have Do you have a guess between it's mint M and M's and Sour Patch Kids I, left? Do you have a guess what's two and what's one? Yeah, I think Sour Patch is one. It is. Yeah, Sour Patch is one. Mint M and M's is two. Notice I didn't say my favorite, which you can guess in a second. Go ahead. I. Well, shit. I mean, my. You like you haven't said your favorite at all yet. No, I haven't even guessed a few. Okay. Go ahead. I uh, finish your analysis. Okay. Yeah. I uh, sour package, the specifically like plain, uh, the, the normal sour patch kids, uh, perfect blend of sour and sweet. Uh, I, I love them. The watermelon sour patch are also good, but they're just not very sour. Uh, if those were more sour, that would be uh, out of this world candy. Uh, but these, yeah, they're really great. Your, See, I would have guessed peanut M and M's. That's you. probably number two. Uh, for sure, number two. I. Uh, so then, my other guess is the Kit Kat. I feel like my my five a rough five is like Kit Kat number one. You're right. Yeah. Kit Kats are incredible. Their variety of flavors are usually pretty decent, which is you know. Sure. Uh, I'm surprised Reese's wasn't on your list. To be honest with you, uh, it was in consideration. Yeah, um, so Kit Kat's on mine, uh, pre- preferably the mint or the original. Dark's good too. All the all those weird combos. Yeah. Right. Uh, Peanut M's, obviously. Yeah, I would say right now we're talking bunch of crunch. Okay, I do oh. love bunch of crunch because they got the crispies. They got the crispies. We're gonna throw in uh, uh, Snickers after that, and then five. I'm gonna say Reese's, but. Either thin or the little baby ones they have at the movies. Okay. I don't need that much peanut butter. That's why the thins are good. The mini cups are too much peanut butter and the main cups are too much peanut butter. Give me those little tiny ones. See, this is uh, yeah. it's one of our greatest divergences in candy opinions. Uh, the main size Reese's are like tiers above every other kind of Reese's. Uh, the rest of them are all good. Thin, dark. Mm, uh, but mm. you need the the full-size Reese's, I think, is the perfect ratio. Also, I made a mistake on my list. Uh-oh. Should have included Laffy Taffy. Oh, because uh, you like the song so much. Yes, uh, exactly why. Uh, Laffy Taffy's are incredible. Uh, on to our actual top five. Okay, it's been uh, long enough. Yeah, I, th- I think it has. Uh, Wonka opened at number one, followed by... The Hunger Bird, The Ballads of Songbirds and Snakes. The, the Hunger Bird. <laughs> oh, you said that last week. Uh, yeah, I think I said it again there. Uh, you did. Was that a callback on purpose? No, it was not. Oh, it's just a, pretty sure just a very long it. title. Yeah. It's easy for me to mistake saying that many words in a row. The Boy and the Heron at three. Godzilla minus one at four. And Trolls band together at five. 
But Wonka came in at number one in its opening weekend with $39 million. Yeah, that's a really good opening. Uh, it's the biggest December live-action musical opening. It's bigger than Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Mary Poppins Returns. Had an A-minus cinema score, uh, but I think did score better with younger viewers, which bodes well for the weeks ahead. A huge $151 million opening weekend. Uh, what kind of budget do you think this bad boy's on? Uh, I would have pegged this movie at like buck uh, fifty. 125. See, that's great. Should cruise through the holidays. This is going to be one to look out for. This could be our big holiday hit. 200 million domestic is not out of the question here. Okay. Because of how the holidays work. Especially with Warner Brothers' other big flick coming next week with an enormous question mark. And Warner Brothers knows what's up. I mean, come on. The marketing blitz is behind Wonka and the color purple, which has had multiple trailers and is generating huge pre-sales buzz. Uh, and then the other movie has had how many trailers? I one is the other movie Argyle. No, that comes out in February. Oh God, that's right. <laughs> oh God, no. Caught in a trap. I uh, I don't remember what the other movie is. Some big movie coming out next week. I uh, that the bodes War- well for it. The what? Warner Brothers film. Just the big the big the- winter movie coming out next week. Incredible. This is incredible. <laughs> this is exactly why this movie's about to flop. This is stunning. We have to find Manta. He's Oh different my now. god, Aquamanta. <laughs> it comes out next week, bro. That's surprising. Friday, bro. Uh yeah, I mean, to be fair to Warner Brothers, uh I am trial. I am not the sample size of their market that they're trying to capture with Aquaman. It's okay. I feel like, but no, I, it's a shame that I, what, what is this from this line? I'm about to say, Oh yeah, this is from happy endings. He goes, we're looking for a very niche clientele. It's a food truck. We're looking for the widest clientele possible. <laughs> That's what Warner brothers is doing. Yeah. You're going, I'm not your demographic. It's like, it's a, it's a superhero comic book temple. We're looking for the widest demographic possible. Yeah. But that doesn't include people that have already decided their movie sucks and I'm not going to see it. Caught in a trap. Uh, I have a I have a quick question for you here. Okay. Uh, Wonka has made thirty nine million dollars in its opening weekend. Yeah. Uh, big hit is on track to become a, possibly a really big hit. Yeah. Uh, the Marvels opened to forty seven million dollars and was a huge failure. Yes. Uh, but what do you mean forty seven's bigger than thirty nine? I. Do you agree? That 47 is bigger than 39. Yeah. The, I, yes. <laughs> All right. Good. Um, why is the Marvels a huge failure when Wonka is a huge success? No, Wonka opened to less money than the Marvels. Ooh, is this really a question? No, I have? mean, I. this is oh. uh, something I believe that you can articulate better than oh, me. Oh, I see. Uh, and so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm setting you up here, thank but you. I, I don't, I'm not making this argument to be clear. Uh, uh, there's a couple of reasons. Um, the main one is that the budgets are different. Wonka costs 125. Marvel's cost 200. Um, it is based on a much lesser known property uh, is not a sequel coming off of a film that grossed over a billion dollars and doesn't belong to, uh, a franchise, a wider franchise, a property, a brand name that has become the most successful 
in uh, motion picture history, the MCU. Okay. I uh, th- just thank you for putting that on the record because yep. I've seen been seeing this uh, this, oh, this stuff uh, not just with Wonka yeah I uh, see it a lot with like Killers of the Flower Moon mm. where like this movie made this much and the Marvels made this much and this one is a huge amazing thing and this yeah. one failed right that's stupid the Marvels was better than Killers of the Flower Moon why it was a success uh, so it's just I think it's good to have that on record that expectations are built in it's not just uh, X number against Y number, which one is bigger? Mm. Uh, so thank you for that. Have it out. In second place, The Hunger Bird, The Ballad of Song Games and Snakes. That one I did on purpose. Made yes, $5.8 <laughs> million dollars in its weekend. It made 30. It was, Jesus Christ, I, this movie is giving me a hemorrhage. Uh, it's a 37% drop. It's up to $145.2 million. Um, I don't have any notes for that. It's a great hold. Yeah, thirty-seven percent. The movie five. is going to cruise uh, through um, to one hundred and fifty plus. What's there now? One yeah, one forty-five. One forty-five. Yeah, I mean, with winter, maybe one sixty. It's a really, really nice hold. And yeah, I have I have nothing more to say that I've said in other podcasts. Yeah, it's tough in week five when they're still number two. It's just like yeah, doing good still. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Boy and the Heron came in at number three with five point five million. That was a fifty-seven point six percent drop. It's up to twenty-three point four. Yeah, it's a big drop. I think, as we expected, and I mentioned last week that yeah. this was going to happen. Uh, plus, uh, Wonka. The reason is Wonka came out. Plus, the sadly limited appeal heard it here. Sure. Uh, but it'll cross 30, which is great. And it opened to number one, which is yeah. awesome. So, And it's like, it's a big drop to be sure, but it's not like a gargantuan drop. This isn't like a uh, revolution or, or, sorry, renaissance or uh, Five Nights at Freddy's kind of like sure. 70 plus percent. It also opened at less than them. So it had, it had less room to fall. Sure. So it is basically, it is to me like around the same kind. It's a critically acclaimed movie that, didn't have very far to fall, but still dropped really far. Okay. But uh, it has its wins. Yeah. Still in this, like, this could have this could have opened to five and a half million and nobody would have been surprised. Yep. I think. So, yeah, they're, it's doing great. Fourth place was Godzilla minus one, which made $5 million, a 41.3% drop. That's up to 34.4 million. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a decent drop. I think that. Decent is like larger than I think people were anticipating, but if it can hold on to screens, which like is going to be a real tough because the marketplace is about to get insanely crowded. But if it can hold on to screens, you know, I think it's going to get past 40 and maybe 45 and maybe 50. It's really the little engine that could right now. I just think it's going to run into like eight movies that are going to want to be in over, a, you know, 1500 screens. So it's going to be tough. I, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion. This one's going to hold on. I feel like to this get is to what? Uh, I mean, just in general. Yeah, just just in general. Like I, th- I think it will. It kind of has its niche through the holidays. Yeah. I think it's the only, uh, yeah, the only thing we're gonna have that's offering, uh, what, what it has. It's like big, uh, destruction and thrills. Big and destruction. Effects. Uh, I think I think it kind of has a has a niche that it can hold on to and still see continued success despite the market exploding in the coming weeks. 
Uh, and then the fifth place, Trolls Band Together, made $3.9 million. It was a 35.1% drop. That's up to 88.6. Yeah. Uh, maybe 100. Uh, not going to be a lot for kids. I don't think migration's going to do too well. Noah, what's migration? Uh, birds. I Listen, if you had asked me this question literally a week ago, yeah. I would have said it's when birds fly south for the winter. Now uh, you'll say it's... I saw that trailer where they sing. Oh, what? I, oh, it's not a musical, I don't think. Th- no, it's uh, trailer's the wrong word, because it's not like footage from the movie. It's just a bunch of birds on screen singing, like, we're birds, it's the bird movie. Uh, That's what they were singing? Yeah, that was that was a quote verbatim. I... And so now I was like, oh, uh, the Minions people have Illumination. Yes, Illumination. Yeah, and so I think it's going to be... Migration. It's going to be Illumination's first flop, I think. I don't think that uh, even Illumination isn't safe from original fare not doing well. Just it is. I don't think anyone's talking about it. It's got no hook like, you know, Secret Life of Pets did. It It's insane how much I don't know about what this movie is. That's what I'm saying. And like, I... I have been in position to see the trailer for this movie before, if there is one. There is one. I saw the Wish trailer a bunch. And that's the same audience they're trying to get. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. Pretty just, pretty weird how it's it has no footprints. Yeah, I just think that, it. you know, if I had asked, told you, like, hey, yeah, Illumination's coming out with a big movie. Um, it's going to be great. We're all excited about it. Over Christmas, you'd be like, "Oh wow, that's going to be a big deal." Illuminations yeah. Christmas movie, just nothing. Grinch too, nothing doing. It's very strange, but you know what? That's um, that happens sometimes. They're they're not immune to the uh, we don't. Uh, <laughs> no one watches original animated film anymore. Yeah, but um, that's okay. Point is, trolls band together if it can hold on to screens. This is all with that asterisk by it, but. Uh, could be the the kid film with Wonka, but the animation film of the winter. So right. We'll see. Is uh, that it for the five? Yeah. All right. I want to point out that Poor Things uh, had a nice per theater average for its expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, that should take its time instead of opening much wider next weekend, but I think it is opening wider. I think this could, should be the kind of movie that is limited all through the winter and then like second weekend of January we go wide. Okay. But, oh well. Telling you, $40 million. Okay. Uh, and then I don't have any spotlights. So we're good to go. All right. Well, then it is time to play everyone's favorite game. Which, which one did it? Did it? Insomnia or, or Little Women. We all know how to play and what it's called. I named three movies. You tell me whether each one made more or less than Insomnia, Little Women, or both. For a bonus point, you can tell me the final gross of each movie within $5 million. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Your three movies. And I'll tell you something else. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and rather than your three movies, I'll just give you your first movie. I really got to change the copy on this. Is American Gangster. Uh, more. American Gangster did make more yeah. than Little Women. 120. How much? What's my range? Five million. 125. <laughs> that is exactly not exactly, but that you're it's one thirty. So okay. yeah, that's any farther off and you wouldn't have gotten it. Uh technically it's one thirty point one, but no, I'm I'm uh, we're giving the points for that. Please give me the uh, point. So so far so good. Your second film, Disturbia. 
Oh boy. Uh middle. Disturbia was in the middle. You have secured your win with three points. Okay. Once uh, how one. in the middle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One seventy um no, Disturbia made uh, uh, 75. Once again, just eking that out. It Let's, made 80. It made 80. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> again, 80.2, but no, that's a. Uh, it made 80. So you're uh, you're on. You're on track. Four points out of four possible points. Your final film is Rob Zombie's Halloween. The first one? The first one. Mi- oh, shit. Less. That did make less. That's correct. It opened big and I think had a big drop. Oh, well, what's there to think? We discussed this in depth, but a year ago. 60. You say 60. 58.2. Woo! Is it my first time getting This is six? your first time <laughs> acing, which did make more or less than. Uh, congratulations to you. Thank the, you. I uh, did it. Your uh, your plaque is in the mail uh, to mark Why? this. Why? You know where I am. Send it to you and bring it here. Uh, <laughs> so... You you know you know that it has to go through the mail. You just want it to be sent to me yeah, so that I can present it in person. Building they have to bring around back. Like yours is more secure. Just have go to your thing. I uh, well, it's already in the mail. <laughs> Can't change that now. You knew I was gonna get this. I no, I just I, I had a little button to press. You just, have a button open every time to the checkout. Yeah. You already pick I, your card. I designed design the pl- I designed the plaque before card. You're getting a plaque. There's no card. You already did the checkout step where you put in your last oh, yeah, four of your card. Yeah. So all you got to do is hit. Okay. Yeah, it's just one one click payment. Wow. Uh, one click payment. <laughs> what a dream. Uh, come and gone oh. from a theater near you, Brian. You're scrolling your phone going, oh, let me see about this product. Boop. Oh, shit. Uh, ooh, is that coming another color? Boop. Oh, fuck. Let, let's go back in time to a time before one click payment uh, ruined my life. <laughs> Uh, the year is 2014. I was just scrolling up. I just <laughs> quickly slightly to scroll up. Just turning off my alarm. <laughs> it pops up. Yeah. You get a phone call. It pops up over the answer button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's 2014. This is week 50, December 12th. Uh, the Hobbit, the uh, Battle of the Five Armies. No. Fuck. The Hobbit, the desolation is smug. No hobbits <laughs> at all. <laughs> Were you laughing at what I said, smug? I uh, no, that's what his name is. Yeah, but I said it funny. No one never laughs at my jokes. This is something. That's just that's not, it's not a joke. His name is Smaug. When I say something and then no one laughs, it's because he's thinking of a different joke. And then I'll go, I'll go, what? And he'll go, no, that just reminded me of this Futurama quote or the Simpsons thing. It happens a lot, and it always makes me feel like shit. I'll go just, like, and then, 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 you know, uh, what happened was he fell on his butt, and you go, <laughs> and I'll go, I don't, what, why'd you laugh? And you go, ah, oh, I thought of it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad that me sharing things that I find funny makes you feel bad. I'm trying uh, to share things that I think are funny. Yeah, uh, 
I I think if your take on whether I think you're funny or Jeez. not is no, uh, <laughs> you've, you've just, just not been paying very much attention for the past 20 years of your life. When we were in high school, Michelle said that you were funnier and it really hurt me. Okay. No, I'm kidding. What? Uh, <laughs> much, to, much like the need to see Blue Beetle, you got you got to cut that loose. I gotta see Blue Beetle, man, and I really hope he finds me funny. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just screwed. <laughs> Otherwise, right. we'll cut you in half like a bus. <laughs> I can think of anything. Giant sword. Um. All right. What? Uh, I like how we have these superheroes that can think of anything. And then they think of the... St- I guess it's like, what could pe- people don't have great imagination. I think that's like a Final Fantasy sword. I think it's like somebody's oh, sword. Right. I'm more thinking of the Green Lantern thing where he just like makes himself like a turret or a tank. I'm sure. like, what is this? Sometimes he makes a giant fucking fist and he punches you with a fist I that's like two anything. stories tall. What if my fist was big? Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, 2014. I don't know what this could be so far. I thought the Hobbit thing was good. So, give me a clue. All right. This was a uh, an adult drama. Well, uh, but fuck. I, not, not just like an adult drama. Is it Les it, Mis? Uh, no, but it was uh, certainly certainly set in the past, a uh, period piece. Whoa. Uh, aiming at a... This was aiming to be a big blockbuster. A period piece set in the past... That was aiming to be a big blockbuster. Yes. Okay. Not Lincoln. No. I'm trying to think of Oscar plays that year. I uh, try to think of something else. <laughs> so it's a straight I, I, drama. No, I, 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 it, no, it's not a straight drama. Oh. I. Uh, that's that's why I I amended that to be it is it is a movie for adults. Uh, that is meant to be a big blockbuster, meant to replicate the success the Wolf of, of Wall a similar movie. No. Ooh. Okay. Titanic. I don't know. Keep going. No, but you're on. A, you're on a yeah, uh, similar I, track. I, I bet. This uh, meant to replicate the success of this filmmaker's previous uh, blockbuster hit. Fuck. Okay. So I suppose. In is the it, conception is it of this Ron movie, Ron Howard is it the no. water thing in it is the not. heart of the sea? Uh, in the conception of this movie, they they probably had Oscars on the brain. Oh oh oh! I got it. Exodus, Gods and Kings. Yeah, I there you it. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty nine, twenty three. I said it before you. You did twenty four. <laughs> so good correction. I uh, plus I thought you were saying twenty three. <laughs> I started to say it, and then you sounded like, oh, was he going to say 23? That's why I said I said it first. I, so, yeah, that was not, uh, did not replicate Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, my next clue would have been based on a true story. Ooh. Is it, uh, though? I, 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 this I tr- time of year it is. I, tr- I truly don't actually know. Uh, kind of. I mean, the part where there's, like, a plague of bugs that kills everyone that was sent from God. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the part where a bush talked to people. Have you seen the thing where the uh, the plague of toads? Uh, like when you look at certain interpretations of the text, toads is not plural. Plague of toad. Yeah, <laughs> the plague of toad. The character from X Men. Yeah, 
Uh, that's how they got rid of him. They struck him by lightning. Do you know what happens to a toad when it gets hit <laughs> by lightning? You know, everyone makes fun of that line. I like it. No, I like it. I, I, I think it's funny. I really dig it. Yeah. It's a funny, it's Joss too, and you can tell. It's a funny line. I, I, when I found out that that was a thing, everyone was like, this is the stupidest shit ever written. I was like, what are you talking about? That's yeah, funny. I've specifically thought ever since that movie came out, that's just cool as hell. Uh, there was also a lower key opening this weekend. Uh, came in at the number four spot. Mm. Uh, sort of a, uh, a, a successful indie. So it was less than a thousand theaters. Okay. Oscars? I, American Hustle? No, I don't. I don't think it ended up being. I think it was like in conversation for maybe a best actor thing. Did we see it? Yes. You like it? Yeah. I don't know more. I. Uh, all right. This was from a. Uh, a sort of change in genre. The star of this usually puts out a much different kind of movie, a much less serious kind of movie. Less Not to say this one is overly serious, but yeah. like it's not a comedy. Okay. I uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. No. Oh, I thought I fucking crushed that. Oh. Uh, think of something that is a little more well liked. When this came out, like pe- people liked it. People were like, "Oh, this guy like this guy has like a a new a new notable thing that he's done." Uh, yeah. And I believe was, in fact, uh, written, maybe not written, but uh, starred in and directed by one man. Also written, yeah, written, directed by the star. Um, no. Star who was part of a, uh, one, one of the more famous controversies of the past few years. The Interview. No, I oh. uh, though that was also a quite famous controversy. Uh, no, a little more recent controversy than the interview. Oh, dear. Controversy that we saw happen. Uh, you, you and I saw it. Yeah, yeah we, saw, we saw it happen live. What? And then uh, we were in person. No, I, we were, oh. it was broadcast live. You 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 might say that he was the victim of this controversy. What is? Uh, he put someone's name in his mouth. <laughs> Will Smith wrote and directed something? Oh, top five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the victim of the controversy. <laughs> top five. Yes. Top five was good. He said, if this doesn't work out, I'll never make a movie again. I'll direct a movie again. This is it. Uh, and it, it didn't. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it opened in 900 theaters, made $7 million. Sorry. Yeah, I, 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 jumped, I jumped the gun. I, yeah, I think it did pretty well. I don't know. I, maybe he was hoping to have like a number one hit. But yeah, I think he was hoping to have like a big okay. movie. Well, yeah, that's no good. Yeah. I, All right. No, we have an early reaction. Wonderful. Movies or co- trailers coming out for movies. Um, this is for the uh, upcoming May film, If. If. So we are go- Noah hasn't seen the trailer. We're going to watch the trailer and then talk about it. He'll give his instant reaction. And because he's never seen it and we don't want you to hear the sound, we are going to have to cut the trailer or cut the audio recording and come back. But don't worry. It'll be fine because as always, it'll be seen less. Releasing May 17th, 2024, If, starring... 
Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski. He says he's in it. I don't know if that's true. Is he uh, the purple one? No. Let's see if Crow. I thought it was. It's also but called then, Blue. But then... Uh, Fiona <laughs> Shaw, Bobby Moynihan, Alan Kim, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Lou Gossett Jr., Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Maya Rudolph, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Christopher Maloney, Aquafina, Richard Jenkins, written and directed by John Krasinski. Before you say how much you didn't like it, I do want okay. to mention that everyone on Twitter has posted, or when this came out, I saw a few of the from the imagination of John Krasinski. Yeah. People being like, cinema's true. This is where we're at. This is the state of our thing. Yeah. I'm like, why can't someone have an imagination? He wrote and directed A Quiet Place Part 2. We all like that. Yeah. Why can't it say from the... Why is, is it so crazy because he played Jim on the office that like well he can't think of anything interesting well, how do we know I uh, now I I mean truly the uh, Twitter reaction is more because he's like a weird CIA simp uh, and so I don't think that's I, I don't think as many people on film Twitter know about that or feel that way as you and Joe okay I uh, that anytime I've seen like negative sentiments towards John Krasinski. Uh-huh. They've been like, boy, this guy, this guy sure, sure does salute the CIA a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and therefore his imagination is like weird and vacant. I, uh, okay. how much didn't you like it? Well, here's the thing. And this is, I, uh, a reaction that I saw to this on, uh, also on twitter.com that I think is right is that, like, this is very clearly a movie trailer made for, like, eight-year-olds. Yeah. And so for me to be like, that looks dumb, is is just foolish. Not as much with the, uh, like, you know, Blue saying, like, you go, girl, or dabbing, as you would expect sure. from trailers made for eight-year-olds. Like what Disney does. Yes. I, but yes, I agree with you, 100%. So I'm not going to focus on how much I don't want to see that because that's neither here nor there. I, what I will say is that from the imagination of John Krasinski, I, none of it really looked imaginative. The, you know what? I noticed that the first time and the second time watching it, there are like things there's a point where he comes out of a painting and he's in an entirely drawn world there's stuff like that but the idea in general like oh look one of them's a banana and one of them's a marshmallow like what's so interesting about this i wonder if there is more of that in the execution of it yeah it just it just struck me as like a big amalgam of things that pixar has already done well well, yeah, it is. This very is this much, is just uh, like Monsters Inc. Except starring the thing from uh, Bong you know, Bong like, Bong like, Bing Bong Bing Bong Bong Bong. I. <laughs> uh, and also, it's like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. You ever watch that? No. As a kid? Well, maybe I don't know. I. Uh, yeah, well, that was a. It was a foster home for imaginary friends. Uh, yeah, that's sure. the 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 painting thing is not. Is not nothing, but. It's just like this is this concept is not something that I look at and I'm like, wow, what a what a cool and unique and innovative idea. Right. That is like if it's being sold on like this was born of a man's imagination. It's like, no, it wasn't. This was born of movies you watched over the past 10 years. 
Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, I don't think it looks like a successful execution of its premise. And the fact that I also think it looks like shit uh, is neither here nor there. Uh, okay, well, good. Um, I have imaginary friend content next year. Why? What's the other one? Uh, the the movie where the girl's imaginary friend kills people. Oh yeah, imaginary. Yeah. This this behind the scenes thing we're watching lists Ryan Reynolds' character as the man upstairs. Is he playing God? I no, right? Probably not. God has better things to do than whatever Say, this guy what, is what doing. Could be, what could be better than preserving the imaginations of uh, kids everywhere? Yeah. Um, What do you think this is opening to? Uh, not Holy a lot. Holy shit. There's a video called Priscilla Ending Explained. Yes. Uh, it was, I she, mean, I didn't understand it. She leaves. Uh, <laughs> but why? Here's another thing is that John Krasinski is currently famous because uh, the Quiet Place movies are good. And the people that like A Quiet Place aren't going to see If. And I don't think the people that they want to see If know or care who John Krasinski is. And so okay. it's weird that so much of it is being like sold on his name and involvement. Uh, I think this movie is going to open to $20 million. Whoa, 20. All right. Uh, is that a high woe or a low woe? Low woe. Okay. Yeah, I don't think this is going to do well. I would. I could see this opening to 35 and then like getting to like 140 and everyone's like, yeah, this is... This makes sense. Okay. Um, it's interesting because I don't know when Deadpool is going to open anymore, but like people have said they should slot it to May. It's not, though. Okay. But like it could be a big year for Reynolds. I think that would be a mistake if they moved it to uh, uh, May because it's just going to be this movie's just going to get crushed because like, I already got my Ryan Reynolds fix. Ryan Reynolds also hasn't been in like a, a big. Well, he's been on Netflix for like That's five years. That's what I'm saying years. in theaters, you know, so that'll be interesting, too. Nobody I, saw the Adam project. I think that if Spirited had come out uh, around Christmas, uh, it would have made OK money. Maybe I do. Even if I didn't really care for it, I still think it would have made money. It's a weird movie. Um, oh, it goes back. Remember what we were talking about? Uh, well, no, I had that thought, and we'll save it for the podcast, which is this. I meant our next segment. All right. Let's get into it here. Season screenings. Um, the the actual Christmas edition. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we, fin we finally uh, responded to a Christmas movie with just a uh, another traditional Christmas movie. Sure. Well, I mean, is Odd Wide Shut not a traditional Christmas movie? Uh, it's not traditional. Whether we want to wade into the uh, is it or is it not a Christmas movie thing, like, it's not playing uh, on turner classic movies that's the one place stuff. i would expect it to play <laughs> if you had said abc family or tvs i'd agree well i went with the first network i thought of <laughs> um so here we go we have uh, another edition now what we've done this year obviously is we have a guest on they pick their uh childhood or the the movie that they have to watch uh, every holiday season their favorite 
holiday season winter movie that they have to put on every year. And then we, Noah and I, pick a companion film to that. We bring them back on and discuss it. I don't remember when this guest was on last. It might have been last episode. Uh, yes, this would have been last week. So he's back this week as well. It's uh, uh, Wonderkind Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, I am back because I was told I had to be to watch a movie I didn't pick. We have to tell you, you have to do things, otherwise we'd never see you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It was stipulated in your contract that you go by Wonderkin Joe now, right? This contract. <laughs> got that right? This contract involves what exactly? So that. Calling no you Wonderkin money. Joe. Okay. Interesting. Not and all you, contracts have to do with money. Us in all caps. Yeah, this one certainly doesn't. Not all contracts have to do with money. Um, we will give you $2 every year for 10 years and then $68 the okay. next 10 years. Sounds good. All right, uh, Joe brought in uh, Christmas with the Cranks um, for some reason, and we decided to pick uh, where it all began for the star of Christmas with the Cranks. The origin of Tim Allen as Mr. Christmas. That's right. The Santa Claus, released November 11th, 1994, directed by John Pasquin, written by Leo Beneventuri and Steve Rudnick, starring Tim Allen, Eric Lloyd, uh, Wendy Crewson, Judge Reinhold, David Krumholtz, and Peter Boyle. When a man inadvertently makes Santa fall off his roof on Christmas Eve, he finds himself magically recruited to take his place. 73 on Rotten Tomatoes, 57 on Metacritic. Um, Joe, what's your history with the Santa Claus? Had you seen it before? Uh, well, one thing. First of all, yes. This is the movie that our family watches every year. Um <laughs> Uh, on 4th of July and also on Christmas. <laughs> Why uh, the first one? Well, not really. Uh, oh, okay. That's a joke for you. Um, <laughs> Thank but you. I'm going to write I, that down. I, I, do, I do think it's uh, That's extremely, one of nine per your contract. Yeah, I do think it's extremely insulting that you are describing the, the events of uh, – the Santa Claus to people. Everyone has seen this movie. No, that's the synopsis no on IMDb. That's what it's it. that's what's written there. Everyone should have seen the Santa Claus. Yes, uh, in their lives. Sure. Noah, are you familiar with this film? Uh, yes, I uh, I saw this a bunch when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, it being on like the Disney Channel uh, and such. Haven't seen it in a very long time. Is that, that true? Is yeah, it is. It stupid. is true. I also watched this a thousand times as a kid. We had it on VHS. I watched it a bunch. Uh, I, uh, I'm dreaming of White Christmas. I only think of the opening okay. of this. I know the opening beat for beat. Him then going to Denny's. Plain milk's fine. I know all of that by heart. Um, and I th it had been a couple of years, I think. Uh, not as long as, as you, obviously. Um, so you watch it every year. Do you find new things in it? Do you like it then? Or are you just like, eh, we have to do this? I... I uh... I mean, I do love Christmas with the Cranks, but I... Uh, we talked about that one already. <laughs> I would like to talk more because you, you kind of slandered it. And by I doing said so nothing mean, almost that whole time. Uh, I, I didn't slander anything. Well, just now you were like, why did we talk about that? Well, I haven't and listened I to the episode I, yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I unapologetically love the Santa Claus. It is uh, extremely funny. Yeah. And one of the only good Christmas movies. Yeah. We hit one. We did it. We did. We did. We did what? We picked a good movie. Yeah, we, just, we picked something Joe liked. Yeah, we found. I Joe's picked weakness. what I liked last time. No, That's I know, but it's but we didn't pick that. Right. Oh, I see. We the cha the challenge like. comes in us then presenting a movie to you that you don't come on and go. That's I've. I, 
I, you know what? There was no chance with this one that you weren't going to hit it. I feel like I've talked about the Santa Claus before. No, you've never heard <laughs> you've about. You've never mentioned Are the you Santa serious? Claus. Wow. I don't That's think surprising. so. It's possible. We've known you a That's while. Surprising. But I don't yeah. Okay. Well. Don't well have a, don't have a lot of moments when you're just like sincerely talking about what you love about Christmas. You know. I, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Well, uh, you can. Uh, you found what makes Joe's heart grow three sizes. It's the Santa Claus. I wouldn't say that's what happens, but I do think it's uh, an awesome Christmas movie. It is funny. I do like it. It's it is funny. I like. I also remember, of course, the beginning where he's yelling at the. You remember the traffic the bi- thing. You, you, oh, so yeah. far, you've admitted that you remember the first eight minutes. I do. Santa I Claus. do. I remember everything else, but okay. I hope so. I. It's like beat for beat. I can do the opening for some reason. Not not the stuff at the party. Really, just in the car. Okay. Yeah. Um, Noah, did you find anything upon this rewatch or what are your thoughts on the same? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it's possible that this might be a, a, a seminal text in the reason why I like David Crumholtz so much. Sure. Uh, of course. I, obviously that was cemented by all the, uh, late nights I spent watching numbers. <laughs> yeah. No one was uh, real into numbers. I was numbers. He was used to not know Crumholtz name. I'm the one who taught him that he used to just go the guy from numbers. Yeah. And I still do, but now like affectionately, I yeah. know his name. Our family just calls the man Bernard the elf. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he is known very well around our, our parts. Uh, Exactly. Joe, do you ever watch the show Numbers? Uh, I have uh, encountered Numbers as it's been on, as my parents have fallen asleep on the couch, but I've never um, really watched it beyond that. It's a show that wouldn't be made today, right? I I mean... Wasn't he, he like, mentally challenged? Yeah, he he was probably... so, uh, doing like a bit still? of a Rain Man thing, but yeah, yeah, there's the Good Doctor. The Good Doctor also wouldn't be a new show uh, today. The uh, that was the, the last one. <laughs> the accountant came out not too long ago. Yes, sure. Uh, I th- I think they'd probably have to tweak it a little bit. I don't remember. Uh, it wouldn't specifics. be so much as like look at this fucking weirdo and his numbers, right? But like, I bet you could have uh, someone who is somewhere on the spectrum solving crimes with math. Yeah, still today. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's a great show to fall asleep to. Anyway, One conversation plus two. you brought me over here to have whether <laughs> no, we can just, have mentally challenged uh, people on TV. Because <laughs> the answer I is yes. I certainly don't want to get you in that conversation. <laughs> the answer is yes. I'm staying as far away I, from that. I'm disgusted that you would suggest anything otherwise. The other big thing that I took away from the Santa Claus uh-huh. is how just like economical it is in its storytelling. It 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 can't be ten minutes before we get this is Tim Allen. He sucks. He killed Santa. He is Santa. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's here we down go with it. I like that there's so much overwhelming evidence that he has no choice but to be like, I guess I'll get in the sleigh. Yeah. Like, I, this is just, I can't. Ex- he does have the moment where he just goes like, bring it on the roof. Can't explain that. Like, you just he's immediately uh, has to go along with it. Yeah. Well, his kid is um, complaining to him Boy, so much. This is a kid. this is another movie, and I have a list of similarities uh, with it and Christmas with the Cranks. And by a list, I have about maybe two and a half. But that's a list. Yeah, this one I'll add to it. You know, it is about your kid goading you into doing something you don't want to do, which in this case is putting on a dead man's clothing and breaking into <laughs> people's houses. Yeah, this is uh, in Christmas with the Cranks. It was really being goaded into embracing the, uh, you know, the commerciality of Christmas, the uh, the forced ritual of it all. 
But in the Santa Claus, it's the kid forcing him into uh, embracing the uh, the loving, uh, like mystical, yeah, element of it. Yeah, uh, it's it's removing uh, the commercialism because actually Santa is supplying the presents. He also yeah, hates. Your... He also actively hates commercial. He goes. He talks about the tank, and he's like, it breaks apart. It's a million right. pieces, and the guy goes, "Is that the point?" He goes, "No, it's about the the joy and shit like that." Yeah. Yeah, well, that's Tim Allen doing that, right? That's uh, yeah, it's Tim Allen yeah. in the boardroom when he eats all the. the but I but I think candy. he's been like. It's been converted by. Yeah, him, he's like, like he's got the Santa parasite already changing his Jesus brain. Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> That, is that what you think parasite. happened in this? Yeah, inside of that coat that he put on was like an earworm. He went to sleep, and that that elf who he was horny for, the girl walks in and yeah. just like has little tweezers with a parasite and just shoves it into his nose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's my. It's much like uh, Brian. I know you're intimately familiar with the plot of the Animorphs series. Uh, Joe, are you Sean an Animorphs guy? No, Sean I'm, Ashmore. I'm not. I don't okay. know. Sean uh, they were uh, they were fighting the evil Yerk alien race that I Shut wouldn't up. have ever known. Shut up. <laughs> that I wouldn't have ever remembered. And Shut there were these up. little yellow slugs that would climb in your ear and like take over your brain. No, uh, that happens in a thousand things, and your go-to for that is animorphs. <laughs> I I can't tell you how you know you know the beginning of the Santa Claus beat for beat. I. <laughs> I reread through the entire Animorph series Last freshman year. year of college. Freshman year of college. I found it. You're well, over I, it. I had Michigan all, State in the huge library. People are doing books and having sex. And you're reading In the Animorphs. library, they're doing I, all that. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I, it's a big I was not in the library. I found a website that had them all on PDF. <laughs> So I was in my dorm room. That's like the kind of thing where somebody somebody's walking through the library and it's embarrassing to see someone like looking at porn in the library, but that is way more embarrassing than that. That's like a double take and it's like, ooh, we gotta really get that guy out of there. Knocked out like you one made or two of those a day. Person's day. Just oh my god, someone finally came to my website of Animorphs. <laughs> yeah, yes. it was very this helpful. I uh, yeah, so you know. Anyway, yeah, Tim stuff. Tim Allen, I think, would not have made that same pitch. Uh, at before of becoming Santa no, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah. He would have said more toys and although the doll but they I, make. The thing I like yeah. about that scene though is it's uh, it's a very it's like a very complimentary scene to um, and it feels like it's kind of lifted from uh, Big where uh, you know yeah. Tom Hanks is telling there's like a, it's like a transformer basically but it's like in the shape of a building right and uh, Tom Hanks is like. Well, well, what's fun about that? Yeah. You know? And Tim Allen, I like to think he works at the same company uh, in these <laughs> movies, is going in there after he's been infected by uh, the spirit of Christmas and is like, uh, oh, you got Santa rolling through with a bit of panzer and is just <laughs> fucking hating uh, this new toy, which uh, he's right about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you're good, boys and girls, because Santa t- took down the Johnson house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, and unlike in the cranks, they really give Tim Allen some material to work he with. He rolls he's, in this movie. He's yeah. extremely and funny. And it's more than extremely just like, funny. and it's, it's dialogue. It's not yeah. him like doing a weird face or falling off a roof. Like yeah. he just riffs yeah. in this movie. No mango fell out of his mouth no, ever no. once. <laughs> not once. Uh, but not yeah, he had, especially at the beginning before he becomes sincere and good. Yeah. He's got just like a lot of zingers. Yeah, him on the road doing the that's not very ladylike. Yeah. Yeah. His all all of his cracks about uh yeah. 
What's the Neil? Neil. The, the, oh, the come on, Judge Reinhold, an all-time <laughs> Judge Reinhold performance yeah. <laughs> as the most obnoxious psychologist and uh, 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 your wife's. Are they married? I can't remember. Uh, no, it's boyfriend because yeah, he says yeah. your mom's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the most obnoxious man in the world who's trying to do uh, uh, therapy on him the entire movie. Yeah, there, uh, there's that line where he goes, uh, uh, "Is he's well? It's about time to get here. He's jumping him on his bed. I can't calm him down." Yeah, yeah. and he goes, "Yeah, but where, I, who cares about Neil? Where's Charlie?" Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one I was thinking Incredible. of too just now. Just Incredible. <laughs> great the disrespect uh, he throws Neil's way in this movie is just all time. It yeah. is uh, uh, absolutely incredible. I love him making fun of his sweater and then Bernard wanting to know who makes yeah. it at the yeah. end. It's like, is that one of ours? <laughs> yeah, is that one of ours? Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the and uh, Tim Allen gets the best gotcha at the at the end where uh, he gets to. Uh, the Tell them they're all wrong about Christmas and yeah. give them presents. Yeah, the, the ultimate ownage that you could possibly. Yeah, here's do. your fucking Just, whistle. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. It's your whistle and your soccer ball. Way yeah. to dream big, kid. Yeah, my dad's Santa. I'll take everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've been good uh, this year. I will say the first thing to appreciate about this movie, though, is it's. Uh, its title which is an excellent pun i truly and am be- because i was a child that's yeah. how i thought santa claus yeah, was spelled yeah i'm sure that was for years. true with a lot of people yeah. yeah but it's an excellent pun uh so well done it's so funny that there that is uh there is legalese in this movie that traps you into being santa claus there's also another uh very fun um it's not quite a pun but it's a you know, playing with words very near the beginning that uh, I had forgot about until I rewatched it, where they're reading um, Night Before Christmas or whatever it's called. Yeah. And uh, Charlie thinks that he's saying, like, a rose such a ladder. Yeah. He doesn't understand it. He's saying a ladder. A, a yeah. ladder. And then when the ladder comes down, Tim Allen hits his head on it, and Charlie goes, Look, Dad. The Rose Suchik Ladder, <laughs> yeah. and it's Rose the Suchik Rose Suchik Ladder Company written yeah. onto the yeah. ladder. Hilarious stuff. I, I, I also like that. him reading the whole book, just going like, Evan, and, then, yeah. and then they all went to sleep, and he <laughs> finishes the book and gets up. Go ahead. I, no, just, I, I, li- I liked that, and I also liked that that wasn't like the whole conceit of the movie. Which it, I I kind of thought that they uh, they might be doing that with the Rose Suchik Ladder, and now oh, we're yeah. gonna find like. Six or seven other things that, that are like that a- actually like we all we all know this phrase or this thing and it powers our headlights, uh, right? Whatever it is, and it never came up again. Yeah, uh, and maybe they do that more in the sequels. I don't know. I have very, uh, I well, have even less the sequels, remembrance of those. Yeah, the second one is about. Um, uh, Santa has to get a wife to continue being Santa. Right, the yeah. marriage clause. The, that is, the escape yeah, the marriage clause. clause. That oh, is hilarious. Santa Claus to the escape clause. Okay. Yeah. And the third one is this. Wait. No, it's not called the escape clause. One of them. Is one called of the them is called. One of them is called the marriage clause. No, it's not called the marriage clause. How much stop? How much you want to bet on this? I, I don't. Because right. uh, never wants to bet it. <laughs> well, the, the Santa Claus too is. It looks like it's just called the Santa Claus. I'll, sh- I'll show you. I'll show you my. Uh, my checking Claus account balance. Santa Claus, Claus three is yeah the escape clause. Okay, so it's just yeah. There's no marriage clause. That one gets insane because it has Martin uh, Short. Martin is, Short uh, in it. Yeah. Frosty. I'm gonna watch the other two. It's been a it's while. Terrifying. Um, well, the thing I really appreciate about. Um, the Mrs. Claus. There we go. That's, yeah. But it's not like the title. It's no, just, the title. They just say that yeah, yeah. Uh, in the second one. Okay. Well, what I really appreciate about the Santa Claus is that it 
you know, when we were talking about Christmas the Cranks, it was kind of interesting because it was like there was a question of like who that movie was made for. Yeah. Um, because it, it's like a Christmas movie, which you kind of have to have a kid element, but it doesn't really have one of those. Yeah, there's and really no kids. There's not really any kids, and it doesn't even really make sense to a kid because I, <laughs> for a kid, the entire like there is no question about why you'd want to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. You want to celebrate right. Christmas because it's Christmas and it's fun. And so it's a movie for adults, but it doesn't really work on any uh, adult themes. It doesn't. It didn't lean hard enough into like being like this. Really fucking sucks. This Christmas stuff. But what I like about the Santa Claus is it really does work for um, multiple audiences, and it has elements in there for each of them. And uh, specifically, um, you know, it has. Uh, what I like about it is that uh, it has. This these fantastical elements, you know, uh, uh, the Santa Claus, the transformation, the reindeer, all of that fun stuff. But then it also has some like very hard hitting, like kind of uh, grimy real life uh, elements, like divorce and <laughs> kidnapping of the kid. Uh, Santa gets arrested. Uh, Santa dies. Santa dies. Santa there is dies. there is a prolonged arc about visitation rights with his child. Yeah. Things that are like very unhappy. He hits on an elf. Oh, unhappy things. There are like very unhappy things in this movie about like, uh, you know, family dynamics. And it really is a movie about, uh, you know, the spirit of Christmas saving this family that has been kind of torn apart by uh, what looks to be a really, really um, bad divorce situation where nobody is happy. Um, the kids certainly not happy. The adults are all unhappy. And so it has these sort of uh, light and airy things it's pulling on, but it also has like this really, uh, you know, grounded stuff that it's, it's propping its story up with. And I think that is why it works so well. Um, yeah. It does a pretty good job of that. I think that like there is, and the slapsticky stuff doesn't work as well to me. Like the whole um, tying the cop up and like rope and like oh, that sure. kind of like, yeah. like it's just that it, it the elf SWAT team shows up. Yeah, that that, 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 awesome. that is that is, that is certainly attitude, the low point whole thing of the movie. Not, the whole thing is nuts. That is that is when the movie stops uh, bridging the generation gap and having something for everyone, right? And just becomes a children's movie for. It's fun also kids. that's when the movie like could end. You're like, oh, we don't really need this, but yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that it, it has a really great set. I, I like that it doesn't shy. And also it, it's like a lot of it is also like depressed. Like when he goes to Denny's, it's like depressing. Like yeah. All those fathers are there and ashamed to be there. Um, and he, he goes through such lengths to, uh, talk himself out of the Santa Claus thing. Yeah. In the beginning, like Charlie's like, yeah, this was there and you got these clothes and like, you're wearing the pajamas in your dream, bro. Like that's, and he's just like, Oh no, the waitress, the waitress. Yeah, of course that me, was Judy. Yeah, Judy gave me pajamas. Like what? <laughs> um, yeah. His transformation is, is, is funny. The, oh, some of the effects hold up pretty well. Um, I really like him visiting that girl. I like that bookend, by the way. I think that's really smart. When he visits the girl at the beginning and he tells her, to like, oh, yeah, sleep. yeah. And then he visits her at the end. He's very nice to her and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's really she smart. She got him play. soy milk. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's nice. Um, and he takes like a celery stick because he's very healthy. 
uh, in the beginning. Um, you know, I also like the elves as children thing. I think that's really nice and works way better than like how Elf does it. Okay. Or how Fred Claus. The Fred Claus is the worst one because it's, it's like it's with it's either it's little people as themselves or for the celebrities like John Michael Higgins. It's little people with his head visual oh, effects onto it, and it looks that seems wrong. It looks awful, and this I think is a smart play, and it makes. Sense. It just sucks for the sequel that like that one elf can't come back because she's like, yeah, you know, she, she, she's an adult now. Yeah. And the movie, the sequel came out eight years after the first one. That's crazy. Yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Chosen two. Does this, this one like not. This is 94. Uh, no. And I'm saying, was it just like not deserving of a sequel? It was an enormous hit. It made one hundred forty five million dollars like, in 1994. What are they had, waiting for? I don't know. He had the number one show on TV. It was like built for him. Um and he uh, he he knocks it out of the park. Park. What else? I I like the sort of existential nature of how his life is forfeit. Yeah, like it it works out because he is he likes what he does. He is a he is a single father and like doesn't really like care about his job and right. just doesn't have a lot going on outside of his son, which he can like maintain as Santa Claus, but. Like, imagine, imagine if he had been, like, they hadn't been divorced. He was a person with a family and, like, a wife that he loved and all that. And it's just like, nope, you're, you're done. You're Santa Claus now. Scott Calvin is gone. You died that night. And now you've moved on to a new thing, that, yeah. whether you like it or not. And I'm just like, that's, it, does, it doesn't really play into the movie, but I still found myself thinking about it. And just like, what if, what if he wasn't? into it he's just like trapped in this santa hell that kind of brings uh up something i was thinking about when i was watching it too and something i think is is fun about the movie and that's that it, it creates um it does some fun world building that expands on like the mythology of santa claus um one of which is by turning like santa himself into an inheritance that's kind of gifted upon his death yeah and, that's the only way that I think we ever see the Santa Claus thing transition to someone else. I assume there's other ways, given that the sequels put him in positions where he's going to lose his Santa title. Yeah, and there's so, a TV show about him finding a successor. Okay, so yeah. but when you but when you die, that is how this movie right. says that you you move the Santa thing along. And I think one of the funniest things about that is uh, it raises the question of who the guy at the beginning was. Uh, you have to right. assume it's not the original like Santa Claus. Yeah. So was it just some guy like Tim Allen who also inherited the role? And that means he what probably had a family he's never coming home to and someone who's never finding out like was there like life insurance for Santa? Um, so that, that, that I got me thinking about it again when you were mentioning like what if what if he had a family or he had some um, conflict with becoming Santa Claus like. Yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, the North Pole industry really cares because that guy just died and there wasn't like a moment's thought about it. He was never brought back up. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's the dead guy. You're him now and uh, you got no choice. What if it was the president? I, you know, I think it's wow. easier to rape. I think it's easier to replace a president than it is Santa Claus. We can replace one of those every four years. Santa Claus, uh, that's, uh, that's a tough job. Just like that, that would be... We'd, we check we check out the news in three months and like suddenly Joe Biden has put on fifty pounds. 
Well, he's got a huge beard. Yeah. Well, that's good because he would die very soon after becoming Santa Claus as well. He would definitely slip off the roof, just like that guy did. And uh, we get another one. He doesn't need a roof to flip. He would just like yeah. walk outside. Yeah. He would. He would get to the sleigh and he'd yeah, go, he... hey, "Hey, Bob, what's up?" To the he, reindeer. He, he hears the him. clatter on the roof of the residence and comes out and be like, "Listen, pal. <laughs> hey, hey, what Brax. are you doing up there?" <laughs> That's not, that's very, I think that's very Biden. This could happen. I've never tried a Joe Biden impression. I thought maybe I could do it and I don't know anymore. It's okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe in the new year, that could be, that could be a resolution for us all. Something you're going to do. It's going to yeah. be a lot of like, uh, like an, almost like an older Owen Wilson. Okay. You know what I mean? Where he talks like, talks a little like this. Like, wow. Sure. But it's yeah. That's yeah, you got you got to like sand off the like specific Owen Wilson flourishes, but yeah. it's kind of that base. Yeah. yeah, but he like he breathes out a lot when he talks. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, it's a starting place. Start calling everyone Jack. Jack is that yeah. what he says? I yeah. I mean I, I'm sure he has, but that's just like a kind of thing. Like listen, Jack. <laughs> yeah, he definitely calls everyone little nicknames. Yeah. Um, what would he think of this movie? No, let's not talk about that. Uh. The the list they give him, it's just a list of names. Yeah. He doesn't know what goes on it. What do they ask him to check? I, give me some other documentation. How do I know this is correct? I don't know anything. I, I have to presume that the uh, the extraneous magic made him, like, extra sensitive, and he can just kind of look at it and know, because otherwise, yeah, I agree. It's Also, the houses, like, developing ch- chimneys and, like, fireplaces, really smart. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that I, I thought about uh, on uh, repeat viewing as well. It's just like, yeah, that was another piece of the mythology that's cool. It's like, oh, yeah, how does Santa get into it? Oh, we'll show you. Yeah. And it and, makes uh, it feel yeah, realistic to children. Because then children are like, and they're going like, oh, yeah, that is how Santa. Like, yeah. I just like sure. they're adding pieces of a puzzle that like kids haven't actually thought Right, about. like it does answer a little kid's question yeah. whose dad has like been confused about how to tell him that like, <laughs> yeah, you, you get stuff. Don't worry. Yeah, chimney. Yeah. He'll come. He'll use yeah. the door. I don't know. Um, when he gets, so he takes like a sip of that hot chocolate. Yeah. And then he's done with it. And he says, it's great hot chocolate. I would just, that's a waste hot chocolate. She, it's the best one in the world. She's 4,000 years. She's developed it. Yeah. Come on now. Also yeah. her saying, I'm seeing someone in rapping is a great line. <laughs> it's a perfectly worded line. It's so adult. <laughs> I'm seeing someone in rapping. It's yeah. very funny. It always makes me laugh. Well, well delivered by the child. She's that, good. That, yeah. could, that could have been one of those lines where it's like, oh, I'm a kid trying to be an adult. Yeah, she's and good. She plays it real smooth. Julie's, yeah. a, good. Julie's a pro. <laughs> Julie. Yep, that's Julie for sure. Yeah. Do you like the little dance they do? The da-na-na-na when they're walking? I They're d- walking down a tunnel and there's a song playing. Yeah, okay. And they do a little Santa dance. Uh, I got to say the dance did not leave an impression on me. Oh my god. I, I, I vaguely remember what you're talking about. Joe? I uh, Yeah, you you've seen this movie every year, The Santa Dance? I mean, I'm trying to remember. I don't I don't really remember. They're getting ready to go to Christmas. Oh, oh, this oh, after the elves come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the the the, the ZZ Top moment. Yeah, no, yeah, ZZ Top. No, I I I know what you're talking about. Uh yeah, I think Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. And they like do like fun. they do like a little like it. See, it feels uh, like a uh, movie that needs uh, a little uh, bit of a musical number. So I guess. I'm happy with it. I yeah, guess I like it. Um, I really like one of the little elements that I think works really well here is the elf at the beginning. 
yeah. When just looking in the toy store uh-huh. and she turns yeah. and she's got pointy ears. Really nice touch. It's like a very like little. It makes it feel very magical immediately. They're scouting the competition. Yeah, and I I, yeah. I just I like it a lot. I like the the like it feels very world building immediately. Um, I, you know, I would talk about Christmas with the cranks or just movies in general. Like Christmas movies that feel like they modern ones feel like they have to have a very serious and dour demeanor like a sad plot line or something yeah. to be very like heartfelt. And it occurs with the cranks, it's a cancer storyline. This movie doesn't have that. There's nothing like, well, I don't know. I think his visit, <laughs> the question of his visitation rights as a divorced that, dad. That is, is true. That is but true. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, that's what I need. That, that's why I think it's so interesting is that it, I think it mixes those a lot better. It, and it doesn't. Uh, it feels part. Of it. it feels organic yeah, to the it, story. It, yeah, that's. It's what I, the I movie's agree. about. I the agree. movie's about right. him assuming responsibility right. for Santa and for his kids. Christmas with the Cranks is just like a fun little romp, but suddenly a woman has cancer and will die <laughs> yeah. soon, and yeah. it's just like yeah, and that's shit. the heart tugging moment. Yeah. But it's here. It's all woven in. You know, like the opening has the very, you know, chimey music. It's very s- slow. It's got the the haunting. You know, not haunting, but just the kind of like angelic chorus and it 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 helps the tone of it so that when those like serious things happen and it just happens to the main character and is related to the themes of the movie it doesn't feel shoehorned in and um i feel like some holiday movies can be uh i think that uh family stone which you haven't seen is another example can be very quick to be like now how do we make it sad yeah and this doesn't have that. It it plays the the dramatics for the dramatic, and I I really like that. Yeah, it's um, it's coherent all the way through, and he's great, and Tim's great. They're all great. The wife's great. Uh, Eric Lloyd is great. He's got a lot to do in this. Yeah, he, he's a little kid who's a huge part of this movie. Yeah, and he has a lot of things to do. He yeah. has a lot of emotional beats to play, a lot of emotions to play. In 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 one scene, he goes from A to B. It's very, uh, it's very complex performance, and I think. It's also Doesn't yeah feel it, little kid like it, it, it. I agree. It is also uh, that that is one of like the more complicated uh, threads in the movie too. Is about whether um, like an adult parent figure is uh, psychologically manipulating a child. Yeah. Um, to distance him from his maternal mother and someone who's like is playing the role of his stepfather and the kid sells it pretty well that he, that you can really see through um, his mom and, and judge Reinhold's uh, eyes that he seems to be uh, the victim of this manipulation. And yeah. it, you really do have to nail that to, to make the movie feel right. And to also just not make it be ridiculous. Uh, and yeah, they do a good job. And as an adult, I feel now I, I watch it from the parents perspective and just like, how helpless the mom and yeah and Judge Reinhold feel like they just they can't change his mind yeah this kid's losing it and he's not helping and they can't explain the things that, like he shows up heavy and with a beard they saw him like two weeks ago he wasn't yeah. like that yeah they can't explain it and they're like I know it can't be true and I have to tell my son that but I don't they I it's a very interesting thing that they're wrestling with in the movie as well. Yep. And it and they they sell it really well too and I uh, you know this is a movie where you know the mom is kind of made into you know the the bitch wife or ex-wife a little yeah. bit but um the 
her concern for her child, I think, is uh, very heartfelt in the movie. Yeah. And um, I think they do a good job just showing how outlandish Tim Allen seems to be behaving, that it, it would necessitate some kind of, like, you know, action by her. And, uh, yeah, that, yeah. That, I think is a pretty important part there. A couple other things that have not been mentioned, though. One, another movie that is uh, or that takes place in the uh, Chicago suburbs. Um, yeah, that's I true. It does take place in Chicago. Exactly where it was. Uh, but I will. F- I, I was reading that as well. Hold on, I'll find it if you don't. First. I did. I did catch when he was riding the sleigh and driving next to that guy in the van. I was like, so if, if I just go straight down this yeah. road, I hit I-94. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we have I-94. Yeah, and you yeah. would know how to get there. <laughs> I also think that Charlie at the end, like, he leaves and it's a big moment. And then he shakes the thing again. He's like, I was going 10 minutes ago. It's like, you let him go do his thing. <laughs> yeah. I can't come back. Okay, Charlie, that, I, I'm going to go. And in 20 minutes, I'm going to be in Asia. I cannot come back. We're done. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I am Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, it's finally happening. I've accepted it. Leave me alone. Uh, they want it to be Lakeside, Illinois. Lakeside. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah uh, they yeah. filmed it in uh, Toronto, but they want they yeah, it's for Lakeside. Um, which I don't know. Is that a real place? I don't know it by name. Yeah, not know. that I've heard of, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, anything else on your list there, Joe? Yeah. No, I th- I was just looking, and we've actually covered it. Wonderful. Yeah. What. Uh, which have, are you familiar with the other ones or no? Not as such. The other uh, Santa Claus. Claus. I know the second one pretty well. I've seen the third one, but it is a uh, pretty depressing um, uh, version. You know, the the more they lean into the mystical and like especially, yeah, yeah the more time they spend in the North Pole, the, the worse it the worse it gets. Like in by the time you're at the third one, you know, all the other mystical characters are real. He's hanging out with the Easter bunny. It's uh, it's pretty depressing. But uh, the second one, not not super good. Pretty bad, honestly. But uh, it, it's, you know, still kind of interesting. And, you know, what's nice is that um, the who's the kid that played Charlie? Eric Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, use him throughout the series. Yeah, which too. I think is nice. They stick with him, which is kind of cool. It's sometimes it's sad to see like a kid actor. Um, get a role and then you know they dump them for somebody who's a better actor at like fourteen, which right. I'm sure there were options. But nice to uh, nice to see him come. How are you? Those. Have you watched the Santa Clauses, the Disney Plus show? No. Second season just came out. No, I have not. Nor will I. Yeah, but no, thank you for letting me know. Brian, have you seen any of that? No. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you check in with things. I did. I watched the first season of the Mighty Duck show. That's true. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, you saw a little bit of Girl Meets World. I did, yeah, yeah, but no, I didn't. I those those th- this isn't these aren't characters that I need to see how they're doing. Okay, uh, because I've had sequels that have got spanned uh, twelve years. Yeah, um, but uh, did you see the thing that Casey Wilson said about Tim Allen? I uh, oh yeah, that he was like a big bitch or something. Yeah, um, she was a guest star in the first season, and that he wouldn't make eye contact with her. He she was improvising and he went over to the director and whispered something. The director came over and out loud said, don't step on Tim's lines. And when he was done, he dropped his big cloak on the floor and walked off and someone (laughs) had to go collect it. And then she was like stunned. And apparently a PA was like, and you saw him on a good day. 
And guess what? I buy it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. A 65-year-old guy who was the biggest star in the world in the 90s and, you know, now is on a show. I, I bet that he's a big asshole about it. Yeah. Also, that's just it kind sucks, of that's just I, kind of his uh, his persona generally. Is he's the never forget that he's a snitch. Never forget. I he snitched I, on his drug buddies. This is very famous in the eighties. I I don't know this. He story. went to jail for selling what? Is it coke? Yeah, I think so. And he squealed on all those guys. Get a lighter sentence. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure. I wonder if he gave them any of his home improvement money. <laughs> to like to that not, was his response not put out said, a hit on him. Yeah, how about that money? An apology. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Other people who were in contention. I'll read that to you guys. Oh, yeah. Finish. These, Did you read this that This is too? quite a list of names. It's yeah, a wild just, list of names. I've known this from uh, yeah being an expert Santa Claus viewer, but uh, okay. Yeah. Noah, Bill, yep. Bill Murray and Chevy Chase turned it down. Okay. Chase did due to scheduling conflicts, and Murray didn't want to do another holiday themed movie after Scrooge. T- Tom Selleck. Okay. okay. Robin Williams would have been great. Tom Hanks would have been great. And Mel Gibson were also considered. Would have been great. Would have been great. All, all of them Mel Gibson would, have been good. would not have been good. Not Can you imagine Mel- the rage he would have uh, uh, directed <laughs> at everyone? It would have been hilarious. I mean, Mel Gibson would have just, like, I mean, not Eric channeled because this would have come first. But, like, he would have just done the same thing he did in What Women Want. Right. And, like, I... Well, I I, th- I, th- I think he probably he probably he could he certainly could have done like the the sleazy dismissive business guy, yeah. And then like he has sincerity in him, he uh, sincerely hates a number of people. <laughs> every I, <laughs> every Patricia you could think of was a, was up oh, yeah. for the role of Laura Miller. I think it would have been hard. Like the the key I think in the movie is like similar to the cranks. You have to be like a. Uh, like a Christmas curmudgeon, and I, I have a hard time seeing Tom Hanks being the the curmudgeon. I think I. Uh, it could he, be a curmudgeon. I don't know. I mean, you can't, that, that's why I was chose for big though My too. Boy. He's like a, he's a wide eyed like doughy nice guy. Uh, Gibson, yeah, that would have been bad. He's too I, hard, and I and hard, I'm not yeah. talking about him being like you know. An asshole or whatever. Also, at that time yeah. in Back his career. Then, he's doing actions. He's like, yeah. yeah he's and not, at that time in his career, he was like too sexy. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, that's that wouldn't what he's, work. Yeah, yeah. He's, an, he's an R-rated and then sexy who else? Selleck. Selleck's too. Yeah, yeah. Selleck's not right. Robin Williams would be great. Oh, Robin Williams could have done it. Um, yeah, maybe. I but think again, Selleck would have been good if like a bad choice just because yeah. he's not 94. famous enough. Yeah. It's, it's still hard to imagine Robin Williams being like a downer about like Christmas stuff. But he would have nailed. He would have made. Uh, I really think he would have brought the some of those sad scenes in the movie. I think they would have hit yeah, real I mean, hard. You think about like him. this having a lot of the same themes as Mrs. Doubtfire. Exactly. Exactly. And this came out a year yeah, after. Exactly. So it would have yeah. been a little similar. It, but yeah, yeah, for sure. He he could have nailed it. Uh, yeah. Patricia Richardson, who was his wife on Home Improvement. Oh, yeah. Patricia Clarkson and Patricia Heaton, who was in Everybody Loves Raymond, were considered. This is the list you'll be most excited for. Neil Miller. Oh, yeah. This is crazy. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Jeff Daniels and Bradley Whitford were considered for the role. Yeah. I mean, all three of those would have been terrific. And going back to Jingle All the Way, Phil Hartman also would have been good. Oh, yeah. Compared to Judge Reinhold... Reinhold has a patheticness about him, though. Good. And yeah, no offense is, to him, but... He is... The thing about, like, Tucci... Maybe Bradley Whitford would have been good, but Stanley Tucci is so, like... Uh, he's so dignified that... I wouldn't believe a Tim Allen barb would hurt him. Yeah. And the way that Tim Allen's dismissal of Neil as Judge Reinhold or played by Judge Reinhold yeah. harms him psychologically in this yeah. movie is so funny. 
I Judge Reinhold's a tall man who seems always hunched over, always hunched, and has a very yeah. soft voice. Yeah. If Stanley Tucci wore those sweaters, they would have been cool sweaters. <laughs> yeah, People yeah. would have T- bought them. Yeah. Tucci would have been the version of this character that's like actually the the stepfather that. Zaddy. Doesn't deserve to be mean yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. He's step exactly. Zaddy. Exactly. Yeah, and like yeah. he is, he is like logical and serious, and doesn't believe in Christmas and all that, and does all that same stuff. But he's like, he is, he is moved by, uh, by Tim Allen Santa Claus at yeah. the end, yeah. uh, rather than defeated by him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah Whitford, uh, Whitford would have been great, and I think Daniels could have could have done it too for sure. I don't. I was thinking about Daniels. It's like it's a year before Dumb and Dumber. It's like around arachnophobia. He's also like a leading. I don't know if he's soft enough. I don't know. He would have been good at the comedic bits. He's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Out of four, uh, plain milks that are fine. Um. What are we giving the Santa Claus? We'll go with Noah first. Uh. This is a three and a half. Out of four for me, I really just really enjoyed this throughout. I was I was surprised by how much from start to finish. I was like, oh, this is good. Like yeah. I liked it years ago. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's good. But it's good. That's cool, Joe. Yeah, I'm giving it a huge glass of whole milk and a plate of cookies. <laughs> whole milk's fine. It's uh, it's it's uh, a an elite tier Christmas movie. Uh, always gets a laugh. At our house. So, uh, yeah, love it. And how many stars? <laughs> Please put that, a number I, on I, it. You, you need a number. Four? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Uh, at least Joe, if we, we know, don't get a number, we, we go into convulsions. we know they have hot apple pie. We did. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm giving it three. It's just, it's, it's wonderful. What can I say? Yeah. All right, Joe, thanks for being here. Happy holidays, buddy. I hope Santa brings you something real nice. Yeah, me too. Me too. Cool sweater, perhaps. Yeah, I've been asking. A little jacket. Whatever you want. <laughs> Bye, Joe. See ya. Oh, yeah, we'll win the podcast, too. Joe, hold on for a second. Uh, <laughs> Noah, plug us up. <laughs> you can find us at what's in the box office.com. We're on Twitter at WitboxOffice, which is also our Instagram handle. I'm on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian DeServer, D A S U R B E R, also my letterbox handle. Uh, of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify, we are on Apple Podcasts, yeah. we're still on Google Podcasts, which I've started getting notifications that. Uh, it's being uh, it's going be away in off? April. Oh, uh, Google Podcasts? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, Google has decided to not <laughs> renew our contract. We've heard some of it. Uh, so, yeah, till April, catch us on Google wow. Podcasts. Do um, you have a movie to recommend, Noah? Um, this time I will recommend... I, I might just still say The Holdovers now that it's like closer to Christmas. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a great uh, a great entry in the a future the Christmas, Christmas classic, canon. the holdovers. Yes, we'll revisit that in. Uh, so go see that with your family. Later season screening. It's good. Uh, yeah, I'll join you in that because I think I did uh, Godzilla last time. All so right. This is my first time saying the holdovers. Next week, eight new movies open. Jesus We're talking. Uh, let's count them. Aquaman, the the Kingdom of the Lost Kingdom. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the color purple. Anyone but you. Anybody but you. I think is what it's called. Uh, the boys in the boat. Ferrari. 
Poor Things gets bigger. Poor Things might expand. I'm forgetting something. Anyway. Iron Claw. Iron Claw. All these things will come out next week. It's going to be too many movies to see. Uh, how will they all do? Is the DCEU completely finished? Yes, it is. Is Wonka the big movie of the holidays? Probably. We'll find out next week. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week. And until then, go see a movie.